This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. You just got to make a decision and just live with the consequences of that decision. And the most important thing is to learn from that and like just be conscious of, of your responses to things. Episode 10 of After Orange Slices. We've made it to the big one and I just want to say thank you to all of our subscribers out there for making this possible. Your support is amazing. All those DMs we get, sharing your love for the podcast. I really appreciate them, so keep it coming. There's so much more in store, so many amazing surprises in the near future to come. Uh, no time for news this week. I'm in a wedding, and guys, don't roll your eyes when you are a bridesmaid. It's like a freaking full-time job, okay? The dresses, the shower, the bachelorette, all the pre-wedding errands, the planning, a job you get paid for in hugs, but it's just something that I love to do. So when I have something I love, I go all out. But so exciting because my oldest best friend, Cassie, is getting hitched this weekend. Shout out to Cass and Ty. Gonna be epic. Hopefully they'll be on the show soon. Maybe that'll put a little fire under their butts, but... uh, Super exciting because Cassie's mom and my mom were college roommates, so they were in each other's weddings, you know, 35-whatever years ago, and now Cassie's getting married at the same place that her mom did, so very, very cool, and I can't wait. Anyway, my dear friend Ayele Ford is here today to chat along with Lauren. Uh, Yale now goes by Yale Adika since he's not the Oregon football star anymore. He's an all-out artist. You should see these roses he makes. A nod to Portland, the city of roses where he's based, and the two Rose Bowl winning teams he played on. But he played in three BCS Bowl games and was part of the first college football national championship playoff team. A running back and special team star who made his own dream a reality when he walked on at Oregon. He is a true inspiration, you guys. But as an artist, he works with all different mediums. It's incredible. Okay, this is from his website. He His multimedia images and use of acrylics on clear film is his signature style. His work has been shown all across the West Coast region, including at Blazers basketball games. Last season, he created their game day posters and painted basketballs. Go look them up. They are gorgeous. And real quick before we get started, got to thank our friends at QuickTrack for making this episode possible today. QuickTrack is the first app of its kind. It's an easy-to-use mobile app that allows anyone to create contracts for anything you need. So for all you freelancers out there, listen up. QuickTrack is about to make your life so much easier. It lets you request amendments if the job changes along the way. You can get paid upon completion, and it gives you a full freelance directory to advertise your own work. And as my own boss, QuickTrack is definitely my favorite app to use on my phone because It makes my job so much easier. Make everything official, protect your work, get it done. Go download the QuickTrack app right now in the App Store. QuickTrack, Q-U-I-K-T-R-A-C-T, QuickTrack. So I'll let him share his story from here. It's my kitty cat meowing in here. All right, let's just take it away. Yay, here we go. I know that 
you have been um, kind of following with the podcast for a little bit, and and finally, great to you know have you on episode here. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you, and I'm honored to be here. Happy to be a part of the podcast. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Hey, what's up, man? What are you been up to? Fucking a lot of shit. A lot. Yeah. Mostly, mostly art. Mostly art, though. Mostly art. I know, man. I haven't talked to you in a minute. When's the last time we like actually had a conversation? What, like sophomore year? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I remember, remember the last time I saw you. What? Was at Max's. Oh, Lord. I honestly, I wish I could tell you I remember that, but like. <laughs> no, but. Um... Reggie, you don't know my life. <laughs> what did I do at Max's? Um. Nothing. You just came up to me and said, what's up? <laughs> it was like after we graduated. It was like, I don't know. You just randomly there. And I was randomly there. I oh, this know. was. Yeah. This was after college? What was, was this like? College. Maybe. I honestly, like, I feel so bad, but I could barely like remember what happened yesterday. Like, I'm not even talking about a couple of years ago. Like, no offense for anybody. Wait, time out, actually. We were trying to figure this out. Did you change your last name? Well, I was going to, like, make it official, but I'm pretty much just going by my middle name. So oh. okay, I was I born with this name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, because we were confused. We were like, why? Because I'm an artist now, full-fledged. Like, No, I gotta go, for sure. You know? I get, like, yeah, I like and I like it. It sounds good. Thanks. Thank you very much. Not me, y'all ain't no yay yay. <laughs> that is I. <laughs> I'm all that. I got I got many titles, you know, I got many names. Oh. All right. What are some other names? Um, you know, Captain Yeah Yeah, because you know <laughs> I'm <a> Captain. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't tell you them all right now, but just know okay. I know a lot. Just know you I got know. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a well, mystery man. Yeah, no, we got a lot to dive into. This is this is exciting. Let's talk about football in the first place. Okay. How how did you discover the game? How old were you and um who kind of got you into it? Um, well, I guess football's always just kind of been around because just because it's like an American sport. So it's always just mm -hmm. been like on TV and just around and stuff. And um, growing up, I always wanted to play just because my family, there's a lot of athletes in my family. I always watched my like older cousins play sports and stuff. And I just something just naturally went into and I was like, hey, I want to try this out. But my mom wouldn't let me play tackle football or anything until I got to high school. So that's why right. I'm big into the arts. Oh, okay. So when you couldn't um, get out to play tackle initially, did you turn that, um, I'd say, aggression <laughs> or uh, physicality into um, art? No. I've always just been a very energetic guy. So, like, I'm – also like really into like martial arts and like Bruce Lee and stuff so like even when I was a kid I would just go in my backyard and pretend like I was Bruce Lee and just run around <laughs> and just <laughs> do a bunch of stuff to get that energy out that way and then artistically I was just I've always interested in like various different forms so I've, I've always been trying new things trying new things and so I've, I've always been busy doing stuff yeah you always <laughs> have been yeah what's so interesting though is that you are an incredible artist because um, you can do so many things and you can perform with so many different Thank mediums. You. Thank you very much. I remember when you were freshman year and I was like, dang, this dude is for real. Like, he can play football, he does art, he does all this stuff. And I was like, this is an interesting dang. dude. So 
I remember from the beginning thinking about you like that, like, dang, this dude got some more things besides football going for him. Wow. Wow. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know I uh, made such an impact. <laughs> yeah, you did. You were pretty, you were pretty Because for me, I was like, yo, sports is life, you know, like it is what it is. I got workouts, I got this, <laughs> yeah. I got that. And then I started seeing all your artistry and all your stuff outside of football. I'm like, dang, this dude got, this dude got the whole package. Okay. Okay. Let's see where this goes, you know? <laughs> So Damn. for sure, I've already known you've you've been uh, more about life than just football. So it's been really cool to see you over the over the years. Damn. Well, thank you, thank you. And that's what I've tried to like be about and like represent. Like for me, it's like I've always known that at some point you're gonna have to hang up your cleats. Like doesn't matter what level. So you might as well just start working on your stuff now and start figuring it out now. Yeah, and for you to know that as a freshman versus kids in the team to figure that out since they're junior senior past that is like very impressive so good for you yeah it's incredible well i'll just tell you i i had a little leg up because i kind of decided i wanted to be an artist when i was like 10 or 11 so i've always had that on my mind like where exactly do i fit in in this world while playing sports as well so when did that come to you when did you make that discovery when you were 10 um it was like all right, I remember. So first off, I grew up in a small town, um, a small little desert town. So like, I would always just sit out uh, and watch the sunset. As cheesy as it sounds, I would watch the sunset and like, <laughs> and the sky would That's be all like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the sky would be all pretty and stuff with like purples and blues and stuff. And I was like, man, this is dope. I want to like recreate that. And like, I was like, man, I want to try to recreate that. I want to be an artist. And like. It was that on top of just a, a bunch of other like smaller experiences I've uh, had with like um, just art being in my life and stuff like that. Just that, I mean, that moment there was like the, like the, the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever, like that it pushed me forward. So just little, just being exposed to art at an early age, just kind of kept me in it. You know? So what was your first um, form of art that you experimented with? probably just trying to just drawings just trying to draw like little anime characters that i uh was watching on a cartoon cartoons and stuff and uh just like the video game characters just like stuff i would see on tv i would just try to recreate that stuff and and i was i was uh very like diligent with it like i was every day just drawing stuff just trying to improve my uh skills like since i was a kid so it's uh I'm glad I've I've stuck with it and like I'm I'm glad that I put in the hours, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's just like football though, the fact that you had to practice so much and put in, you know, all of that hard work and it's paying off. Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the big secret to life is you just got to <laughs> got to put in the work and and watch the results. That's so true because I'd be drawing stick figures and being like, dude, I'm out. I'm not an artist. This is it. I got nothing to offer the world besides sports because I see my stick figures and it is done. So I, I remember seeing your art from like freshman, sophomore year. And I was like, dang, this dude got real skill. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. But little did we know that you've probably been working on that for a long time. Yep. Still going. I feel like I'm just Good getting started, you, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. It's pretty incredible, though, because you were not some guy that was flaunting it around campus, that you were this incredible artist while um, playing, you know, at one point, the best football team in the country. Um, You were so 
you were so humble about it and a lot of people didn't know. Tell me a little bit about how you managed that balance. For me, just balancing it, um, I mostly just struggled with um, my my identity as like an artist and as a football player, just trying to like battle that and not lose that sense. Because like I, I was already committed, like I'm an artist. So like school was, wasn't that big of a like difficult task for me. Um, as far as like the arts side of it. Um, but I don't uh, think people know how hard it is. I mean, Lauren, you'll get this, how hard it is to balance a certain school schedule around um, your college sport because, you know, certain classes are only offered at certain times. And then, yeah, you know, you've, you've yeah. got your, you've got morning meetings and, and then lifting and practice and all this stuff that you've got to work around. True, right. true. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, th I guess thinking of it in that context. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right. Because I didn't really realize how big of a scheduling task it took uh, until like after I stopped playing and like I got all, really? had all this free time, you know. Um, so yeah, I guess you're right. Um, what I would try to do when I was in school was um, just make sure I had at least an hour or two a day to like just draw something or if it wasn't drawing, do something musically because I've mm -hmm. always been playing music since I was about 13. Um, so like- it's, What instruments do you play? Um, I play the piano and the guitar oh mostly. Gosh. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is the piano, but I don't okay. really have access to it uh, right like now. Alicia Keys, yay, yay? Nah, nah, I'm all about the jazz, you know. This, Are you, do you like play notes or can you sing with it too? Um, piano, I can just do a, a couple notes and scales. Uh, guitar, I can, I can sing, a, I can sing, a, I can sing a little bit. You know, like where you're at the beach around a campfire <laughs> and you're like, oh, look, someone has a guitar and yay, just picks up the guitar and like, <laughs> like, wow, some people Sarah are you got, like, a, like a go-to. Um, I, I, I don't, but I'm working on getting a go-to, but no I can way. make up some stuff. Hey, I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> All right. I don't got, I don't got yeah. nothing right now. Like I, I'm, I'm still a little nervous with my music, you know, my music. That's true, man. Whenever, like, it's all fun and games when you're by yourself and you're like, yeah, I got a little like over the rainbow and then like people <laughs> looking at you and you're like, I can't do anything. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, man. I'm not wearing a helmet. So like everybody can see me. Exactly. Oh, so true. Yeah. Some serious exposure. I feel you. Yeah. It gets real. It gets real. <laughs> it does. Totally. I've only done it twice. Okay, okay. Oh, like played in front of people twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, is this at like a, an actual like bar setting or is this like a campfire setting? Like how did you even go to face your fears on this? One was just in front of a couple of like, like family members and stuff. Okay. So that was a little <laughs> bit more mellow. The second okay. one was in front, just, uh, front of a small crowd of people. And Ooh. Uh, at, at Off the Waffle in Eugene. And oh my gosh. <laughs> Off the Waffle, that place is popping. What song what song did you sing and uh, play for people there? Um, it was a song I made up. Okay. Wow. Called The Rasta Man's Son. And, Ooh. And you that know, yeah, yeah, written all over it. You know, it's coming, it's coming to an iTunes near you. So my one hit wonder, <laughs> just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll That's wait awesome. for it. It's interesting that you mentioned not having a helmet on. You're so exposed in your artistry, but you're used to, when you're playing football, you're used to having that helmet on, um, that protective layer. 
displaying in front of hundreds of millions of people who are watching on national TV. Yeah. Um, so what's what's kind of the difference now that you have to let that barrier down? You don't have that kind of protective realm around you, and you're really exposing your um, your art to the world. Well, um, I can't hide, you know. <laughs> um, for me, it's like with my art, like my main things, I just try to get people to think. And so I feel like I have to be honest whenever like I'm talking about my art or like it, 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 displaying it where uh, when I was playing football, like I could hide, hide, hide behind my helmet or like I had a team with me, like other people. And I was just like, it's just me and whatever people that support me. Mm -hmm. so it's just a little bit different in that way. Is there, a, is there a certain lesson you feel like you always go back to to try to make people realize like a specific uh, thing in life that you feel like you've come to terms with and you want to pe people to memorize or realize that through your art? Is there a specific thing you always try to get people to think about? Right now, it's just mostly just to get people to think. I, I just want people to just think just critically. Anything. Yeah, just. Okay. And I want people to look at me, like, in my life and just think about, like, I'm an artist and I played football. And I, did, I, I, I do it at a pretty high level, I think. And um, just think about that little contrast and just, just think, you know. Just think of all the possibilities and don't really hold yourself back, you know. Because yeah. we live in the world of infinite possibilities and. It's possible. It's very count. true. <laughs> okay, very nice. Um, let's let's get back to football for a little bit. Let's pause on the art. Football, yes. Yeah, let's talk football. Um, let's talk about your high school career. When did you know that you were going to pursue it in college and, and know that you were special? Well, I knew I was going to pursue it uh, when my high school coach told me I would never be able to make it onto a D1 team. And uh, I don't know, that just pissed me off and I just put the blinders on. I was like, what, man? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, and um, I never, I don't really think I'm special, you know? I know people try to convince me of that, but I just think I work hard and just, yeah, you know, kind of know what I want a little bit more than the average cat. Okay, but let's get into that. Why did he say that to you? Um, I don't know. Uh, cause I'm short, short mm -hmm. for like the football world, I guess. Um, so that, that, that's my only go-to that I could think of. And I'm, uh, and I'm like kind and like, I'm not really like raw, you know, Yeah. I don't really have that persona about me. I'm just like, you're not the stereotypical football guy people imagine when they, yeah, 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 totally. And I, you know, I'm just like, you just tell me what to do and I'm just going to get the job done and I'm, and I'm willing to work and learn and grow you know so yeah uh but i don't know why he said it you know who knows <laughs> well probably to motivate you i mean he didn't probably think that but man it, it did it worked. so exactly yeah, it worked definitely worked. so when did oregon come calling um they didn't they didn't come calling um i walked on to oregon uh i tried walking on in the summer uh, but they wasn't accepting walk-ons. So mm -hmm. then I just tried out the first day of school. And with, there was like 40 dudes there. Um, only about like 10 of us made it. And I was one of those 10. And 
I, then my story happened. Then so <laughs> did you, did you go started. to Oregon thinking that you were like, had a chance of making the football team or did you go there like regardless of football, this is where I want to go? Yeah, I was going there regardless of football. Um, I went there for like school because uh, Oregon had my major. Uh, so that was one of the big fat reasons why I went to Oregon and it was like out of California. Right. Yeah. Like We're all trying to get out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Everyone's trying to get out. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was trying to go as far as possible. Mm-hmm. Not as far as possible, but I was just trying Not to. Not you, man. Yeah. I'm the same page. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I was going to Oregon regardless. Um, and yeah, but I was, I knew I wanted to try out. So I just was training in the summer. And I'm like, I'm really into like school, I guess, in a sense, like I'm into like learning. Uh, my mom's a teacher and like my sister's the director of administrations at USC. So like, education oh. and, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so like education's always been a, like a part of my life. So like, I've always been interested in learning. So I was going to go to school regardless. Right. Well, that's the right way to pick a school for sure. Yeah. Thank you. That's amazing. Wow. So what was that moment like for you when you found out that you made the team? Did life just did life just change because you had gone there not really knowing if you're going to play football or not? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I had no idea my life was going to be regardless if I made it or not. Um, it was college in a foreign state. Um but when I made the team, I was I was super excited. Um, I was like running through the dorms that I was staying in, just screaming. Everybody was coming out, thinking like something was wrong. Uh, it was, and then my life from there it was, it was just it was just like a it was like a fairy tale. I don't know, it was a dream. Uh, I just made a bunch of great friends, met met a lot of people, got to experience a lot of cool stuff, and I'm like super grateful for that experience. Wow. Right. What a dream for you to come to Oregon, not knowing if you're going to play or not. And all of a sudden, what, four, five months later, (laughs) be at the BCS national championship game. Um, Of course it didn't go our way, but was there a moment for you when you really realized this was a reality? I guess that when I got invited to fall camp that like that first year, it didn't even really, that whole first season was just like, man, I was just like, still had the blinders on, you know, mm-hmm. right. uh, like still trying to like, I, I didn't feel like I was still there. I feel like I was still expendable. I could cut any moment. I don't believe this is happening. I still got to work. Um, but when I got invited back to fall camp that, that first year, it was like, all right, I'm in here. But I got to keep working. So, yeah, I think that's when it really was like, yeah, I'm part of, I'm part of the team. That's a lot of work, man, to live with the team 24-7, do all the practices, and be able to still do your art stuff and school on the side. That's a lot. Yeah. And, 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 and you got to imagine that first year, too, the NCAA wasn't, like, feed and walk on. So, like, right. I, I, had to, I had to figure out how to eat, too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. right. It was, it was real. For sure. Man. Do you feel like, do you feel like you're better off for that? Or are you grateful for those struggle? Are you kind of upset with the NCAA? Like, they didn't figure it out sooner? Or? I mean, I'm grateful that it happened. I mean, just it was just some adversity that you have to figure out and just prepare me for life. And the NCAA figured it out eventually. They, they got right, but during the that. moment, you had to been like, man, F this. Like, I'm putting on all this energy, all this time. You know, I got all these goals. And, and man, they make it so hard sometimes. 
Yeah, yeah, I was definitely like griping and complaining a lot, but for sure, there's only so much complaining you can do before it's like, all right, like, yeah, figure something out. Because yeah, yeah, I always like as like a other student athlete, always seeing you like, dang, this dude walked on. He still has all the stuff. I like, I remember thinking like, I don't know how this dude does it all. Like, <laughs> how does he just like, how does he decide that like, he wants to do this and do that and still be a part of this? I was like. I mean, I kind of brushed it off to the side, but I seriously remember thinking, like, dang, like, this dude got a lot of things on his plate, <laughs> you know, like, because I came to college for straight sports, like, I'm straight doing this, I got one goal, like, I want to do yeah. this, but, like, to have a whole other plethora of things I needed to figure out, like, I couldn't even imagine, man, so for sure, like, you really were very impressive when it came to figuring out college and balancing your time and all that stuff, so really, like, I don't know if you noticed, I don't know if I told you, but you were very impressive. Damn, thank you. Of course, ma'am. <laughs> Ditto. I, I didn't, wow. I'm, I'm blushing over here. Oh, please. Oh. You, ain't, you, know you, you know you had skills. <laughs> well, well, shoot, I didn't know everyone was looking at me like that, but cool. I didn't. Well, no, I because you know, like, people know, like, hey, this person's on a full ride, this person's, and when you hear about someone being a walk-on, it's like, dang. You like, worked your ass this, off. It, yeah. They do all this ish, and they like don't even have the credibility that like the they get paid for this they get paid for that like that is like that's why i'm doing this and for someone to be doing the same thing as me and not getting paid that, that's just bs to me you know like i'm just yeah. like dang that is so impressive thank you dang yeah dang yes so i mean I'm, I'm sure it was very hard in the moment but like you had a lot of people respecting you that i'm sure did not come forward and outwardly say so you kind of knew that life after football was coming. You were prepared. You knew that you needed something in the back of your pocket before graduating. Um, so even though you had that, what was that transition like for you? Because, I mean, let's be honest, art isn't the most initially um, upfront rewarding right. uh, trade yeah. financially. It was pretty difficult uh, for a couple different reasons. Like one, like how much free time I had um now that I wasn't playing was just like oh shit I got all this free time I got a some more free time than I'm used to having I got to figure something else what to do with it like I'm not going to school and I'm not playing football I'm just alive like I'm just out here <laughs> doing my thing uh-huh I feel you man yes so like so like um because my last like two years I kind of started slacking off and started throwing myself little pity parties so I kind of got off track a little bit why um just because of football um i just just uh when when chip left and stuff everything just started changing yeah. and it just i just started like having doubts doubting myself like oh did i make the right decision should i have played football oh what about my art and then just body blah blah complaining a lot and then i eventually just had to like turn that around just got to sit down and just start drawing again bro like you're not as you're not as good as it used to be because you haven't been putting in the work. So you just gotta sit down and just take this one step at a time. So for me, it's just after graduating after football, I just been really just trying to really get into my art and just like find out exactly where I fit in in the art world. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out, you know, but I'm I feel like I'm a little bit closer than I was before. So if like someone were to ask you like, hey, what type of artist are you? Like, what would you say to them? Uh, right now, I would just say I'm an, an illustrative artist. Okay. Oh. Illustrations right now is what I'm focusing on. 
and then uh yeah i'm trying to get back and then i'm gonna get back into filmmaking you're digitally yeah. so talented <laughs> thanks you know just I just use my free time wisely, I guess. That's huge. That is huge. That's that's a thing that a lot of people do not do. I was laughing so hard because I went, uh, so I was like, when I was creeping on your website and I was looking through some films and stuff yeah. and I was like, oh, look, like Grant's on the cover of this one. Oh, like, yeah. looking, like <laughs> doing like a sales, whatever. How funny. Like, let me watch it. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden I start watching it. Then I see myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I totally forgot. And I was like, what was this? Like, what were we doing? And I forgot. I was like, what was that for? That was so funny. It was just, anyway, it was just an idea I had that I, I just know. had to make. And I thank you for helping me but with at my the project time, again. It was like, yeah, but at the time, I don't even think I knew. Like, you know, you're just so creative. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> like, you. I am so not interesting. Just watching me float somewhere on a skateboard for five seconds. Wait, that's that video you sent to me? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that before. That is so funny. All right, back to the show in a bit. But remember how I was telling you about Quick Track at the beginning of the podcast? Well, I just want to remind you, if you didn't download it before, go do it now. It's a free app that is the total freelancer solution to connect, agree, and get paid. With plug-and-play templates, Quick Track is your simple solution to getting things in writing without the heavy-handedness that comes along with all those traditional contracts we hate. It doesn't matter who you are, what your business is, QuickTrack is your easy solution. Download the QuickTrack app in your app store today for free. QuickTrack, Q-U-I-K-T-R-A-C-T, QuickTrack. Now, back to the show. Getting back to that transition for you, um, it, it's hard for so many athletes to make that leap from college into the real world because a lot of us, I think, aren't not 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 given the tools but we're not told how to apply them um in the in the real world so what what was the best strategy that you think you used to kind of get out of that funk and really start succeeding in your own right um one was just stop just stop complaining and just really just take a step back and look look at all that i achieved because i am really hard on myself um just because i want to be great you know and just just looking like the our, best people are yeah thanks i i agree and um but yeah just just being reflective and just like really just being appreciative of what i experienced and all the things that i've done so far and uh accepting the fact that people still think i'm young so i so i have a lot of you know room for growth cuz people still call me a kid today and i'm like all right I'm still young. I'll take. I'll accept. Yeah, take it. Yeah, take it for right now while yeah. you can, and while you can kind of still make mistakes and stuff. It's like when I appreciate everybody still calling my dog a puppy. Like she, they think she's a puppy, even though I'm like she's like about to turn five, <laughs> and like, but you know she can get away with all that puppy behavior. You know, <laughs> same exact thing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You got a puppy oh, and a cat. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> They're the best. I woke up this morning, just both of them snuggling me. My dog just laying on top of me and my my kitty just like snuggled underneath my armpit. Nice. Hey, I got a three-legged yeah. cat, so I understand. Shut up. Yeah. He's black, too. <gasps> three-legged black cat. cute. What's his name? His name's Ren. Oh. R-I-N. Ren. Oh, cute. <laughs> and he's a fighter, so watch out. 
I gotta just stay out of this conversation because I'm allergic as hell to cats and uh, I got nobody out here fending for myself. She's a cat hater. Dang, I'm sorry for your loss. All right. Hey, you never you know. You need to talk to God, man. I don't know why I'm so allergic. It's the worst. <laughs> Take a Benadryl. <laughs> I do. How do you think I sleep? Or a Zyrtec. <laughs> <laughs> but the coolest thing I feel like about your college career is that, yeah, you're a walk on, but you, you played. It's not like you were some yeah guy that, you know, we just knew who was just on the roster. You, you actually saw so much playing time and you were, you were good. Thank you. And I was a team captain. Okay. Yeah. I just, just throw, <laughs> throw that one in there too. Yes. But when you think back on it, yeah. Um, that's so incredible that you were able to achieve and kind of prove your high school coach wrong. Like, dude, I can get here. I can play at the top school in the country. Look at me now. Yeah. Thanks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is kind of cool um, that I was able that? to pull it off. Yeah. And uh, so that, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So if you if you could go back and change anything, yeah, yeah, from like your, I think you did have an amazing career, especially from where you started and everything. Yeah. If you go back and change anything. What would you? Is there anything you would say or do? Because there's a lot of kids in your position that either decide to go on and power through all the ups and downs of the doubt, or kids that quit and decide to only become, you know, like Greek life or, you know, just normal students. Is there anything you would change or say to those kids out there? As far as change, no. I don't think there's any decision, anything I would, like one decision I would have changed. Um, I think I, I just, cause you, you don't know, you don't know until it happens, right? Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just grateful for the experience that I had because I, I think I made relatively all the like the best decisions for the most part till the end there. Uh, right. Shaky. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I think I needed to experience that stuff. Um, I, I do think my ego was starting to get a little out of control, and uh, those last couple of years were a little little humbling. And I don't think there's anything I would change. And if and for people that make like in decisions like that I was in are just facing decisions. Just You just got to make a decision and just live with the consequences of that decision. And the most important thing is to learn from that and like just be conscious of, of your responses to things. Your final bowl game, um, you didn't get to play and it was the national championship. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming a little bit of regret there, uh, but just walk us through what happened. Yeah. I remember seeing yours and i'm not gonna shout out names here but everyone's na names everybody's <laughs> names going across the screen and i'm just like oh man yeah stupid buckeyes are just <laughs> like getting a leg up already before the game even starts yeah. um but you know just tell us a little bit about what happened and um you know the decisions you made that led you there yeah um so I guess I kind of touched on a little bit. Um, like last year or so, I just was throwing myself a pity party, right? And just having a lot of like negative thoughts and just like, oh, did I make the right decision? Blah, 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 going back and forth with myself. And then I just was starting living the college life a little too much and was slacking on uh, like what I was in college for and like what I was there to do. 
and um and then so yeah so then and then also like for football wise I had like those first three years I had achieved a lot and I was like playing like all the games and stuff and I had got like put back down on scout team like my last year so like that just like I was pretty much like checked out that last year so um <clears throat> yeah like when the testing came around uh that was like that first like year that they like started doing the playoffs or whatever um so things were a little weird we had like an extra game so like we got tested and normally I guess they wouldn't like have tested around that time or something like that and I was one of those guys that got tested and I failed uh, the test clearly but here's the trip about the test that I failed um my levels were so low that I was legal enough to fly a plane and legal on legal enough to uh, play in the Olympics. That's how low I test. Shut up. Yeah. It, but yeah. not a bowl game. Yeah, but I couldn't play in, in the bowl what game. What the? F Are you kidding me? Nah. So yeah, so that was just like that was a bunch of like, yeah, controversy around that, and we tried to talk into them and stuff, try to work it out, but it didn't work out. Um, I'm just happy like all the coaches and stuff were like they were cool they were like on my side they were pretty mad about the situation and like right they were supportive uh, of you yeah they were really supportive all the fans were really supportive and I'm just bummed out that I couldn't like finish out like my career with those guys and just you know just be with them on that last game yeah yeah so what was it like for you because I mean you didn't even get to go <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, it was it was weird because like I'm I'm never that guy and I was that guy for the first time so that was it was a new experience and I reflected it more humbling for sure yeah. that's tough man definitely well it's it's pretty amazing though that you again are not um you know woe is me throwing yourself a pity party you're accepting that it happened and growing moving forward I mean we've all had crazy stuff happen and we're you know, we make mistakes and everything. I mean, hello. Yeah. Uh, I definitely like, but it's it's pretty incredible that you're able to think back on it now and know, okay, why it happened, and here's who I can be moving forward. I can make that decision. Do I want to be the sulking guy who wants everybody else to throw me a pity party, or do I want to be the positive guy who's gonna make a difference in so many people's lives yeah. moving forward, and no one's gonna remember this? Yeah. You know, years down the line. Yeah, and it, yeah, and that's the decision I ultimately came to a couple years later. But yeah, just gotta you gotta your mindset, mindset. You gotta you gotta think positive, and it it'll change your world. You know, positive thought it really helps. Mm -hmm. It really, really yeah. make a world of difference. Yeah, sure. no, definitely. Obviously, you know, marijuana has been legalized in so many states. Um, I don't even remember if it was <laughs> legal in Oregon at the time. I don't. Even I think it was like. It was like a month out. It was like it a was month about out to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but so many athletes, especially former professional athletes and former uh, NFL players, are coming out talking about the benefits of of CBD. Um, you know, pain, injury, rehabilitation, and the use of marijuana. Um, do you think that things would have been a little bit different if the stereotype would change and we could just move a little bit? um into the future there <laughs> um i don't think the decision that the ncaa ncaa made in regardings to me would have been different i think they would have still made the same decision because they're even more strict on it 
and we're we still got I guess a ways to go as far as like them loosening their uh grip on that substance or herb or herb that plant that grows from the ground <laughs> yeah but yeah you know i think that is but i do think it's good that um the society and people are being more like like aware of the benefits of that plant and just it's also like being becoming more aware of like concussions and head trauma and stuff like that and all the things those guys deal with because yeah i had three concussions so i know i know mm-hmm. how, how funky oh, it gets right yeah man and i mean obviously we've had some episodes um one specifically focusing on that but it's hard if you don't take the right time you don't follow protocol um you don't have coaches who are supportive you feel like nobody's in your corner when you're recovering from that yeah totally what are your thoughts on uh cannabis being used in the nfl then for obviously obviously the ncaa is probably not going to change for a long time but when we look at the pro level maybe setting an example and kind of trailblazing in a way um you know, what What do you see there happening and how could we um, be able to marry those ideas? I think the NFL, um, I think they might be a little more understanding as far as like those guys because they're a little bit older and there's more like, li- I feel like there's more liability with the, with the NFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like they're going to get, I feel like they're going to have a marriage sooner or later the NFL and mar- like marijuana and all that stuff. Because like guys drink beer. Like as long as you're like, if you can perform and do your job, I feel like that shouldn't be a topic or like a thing. As long as you're like, I feel like performance enhancing drugs is more, of, should be more of an issue. Absolutely. <laughs> like, exactly. It, exactly. It's not a steroid. Yeah. Ex- yeah. If anything, it's going to slow you down. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think I think things are going you know in a in a good direction as far as all of those conversations. Were there ways that you felt it helped you recover from the game, um, w- when you were using it in college, or do you think it mm. really more used it in a recreational sense? Yeah, I'll say for me in college, um, it was more of a recreational thing. Um, however, I did see like more benefits like after college. Okay. Um, just because it just helped me to just just like to slow down and not just be so like antsy and just like because for five years of my life I had trained to be fast, hard, finish and be very explosive and like can't just you can't <laughs> be walking around in the real world, you know, just. <laughs> Being That's hard just, <laughs> hey guys win the day yeah, yeah yeah so like it just helped me just like yo got mellow out you know just all right we're not on the football field anymore so but yeah I, I mean i try to you know keep it in good moderation here as far as uh ncaa athletes today what are your thoughts on um the new california student athlete bill that just uh came out does it make sense to you i know some college coaches are slamming it uh, Mike Leach is like, hell no. Uh, I know Pete Carroll even talking about how he thinks no players should be paid. And let's be honest, some crazy stuff went down when he was at USC. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what what are your thoughts on that? It wouldn't go into effect till 2023. Yeah, I think the players should get paid. Uh, definitely for using their likenesses and images and making all this profit off of them. However, I don't think they should receive that check 
until they graduate. After, I completely agree. Yes. So that's more incentive for the players to stay in college, which will keep them on the teams longer and and stay in schools. So that's how I look at it. Right. That's a smart yeah. way, smart way to do it. I think if you're going to make it happen, do it that way. Um, because otherwise these guys start then it, it, it will essentially become professional sports. Right. It separates the playing field. I can, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. They should be, they should be uh, compensated for everything they bring to the university, but just give it to them in some kind of, 401k college yeah, gig after absolutely. the fact they're done with college yep. and i think they should back pay all the way to 2010 so i can get a check right you let yep. them know i don't know if volleyball made any money but yep. if we did well, let me get some <laughs> that one in there. <laughs> you're coaching now yep why 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 return to the game when you've got such a flourishing art career did you miss do you miss football um, um, I miss some aspects of football for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, but why I returned to the game is because my good friend Keenan Lowe asked me Obviously. to help him out. And I felt like I had some things that to offer him that could benefit him. Um, as far as some of the, like the intangibles, like things just like things he might miss and uh, bring in like my artistic eye in the sense of the organization it takes to create a painting. Uh, it's the same type of steps you would kind of want to take with like organizing a practice or uh, planning out your season or something like that. Like you, you don't just paint the opponent Mona Lisa overnight. You gotta, uh, you gotta start with a sketch, you know, some trial and, you know, things like that. Um, so for me, it's cool just being on that side, like the coach's side, it's like a whole different game over here now. It's like, well, I'm not a player anymore. So that's, that's been fun. And just being around those guys just uh, really showed me like the things I liked about football was just being around a bunch of dudes and just playing football and just that camaraderie and the, the jokes and yeah, all that stuff. Like, I really like all that stuff about football. Yeah. Well, and you're a, probably an incredible role model for these guys because a lot of, um, the players are not going to go to play college football. So you're such an inspiration for the fact that there is life after sports. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I try to get them like thinking about things like that a little bit, you know, I don't try to be too much on them, but yeah, I try to bring that vibe. Yeah. More to the game, more to life. Right. <laughs> so uh, what's your role exactly? Like, are you working with the running backs or your special teams guy? Like, what, what do you do? Well, or are you, a, are you an overall, like, consultant? Um, what's the yeah, flow? Yeah, so in the summer, I was, like, the coach rat of the, of the team. Like, oh, yeah, I was running okay. them, making them do some up-downs and stuff. Um, but mostly I work with the running backs, um, special teams, and just, like, uh, it's another ear just for Ian and all yeah. the coaches. You're, like, a special special teams beast <laughs> yeah it, it, I, that was my that was my thing I had uh <laughs> i led the team in a uh, kickoff tackles for two years so that hell was, yeah. That was my spot yeah right there that was, that's my that's my fame that's my that's my claim to fame it's a great stat <laughs> do you that's like who's gonna get after it the most like yay yay exactly 
But of course, but that that mirrors who you are. Like that emu that's exactly who you are in life. Like you're like I'm just going to go full force. I don't care balls to the wall like making this happen. Don't care what you're saying. Like leave me alone. This is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good analysis. You're, you're good at analysis. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can do don't it. Don't remind me. Do uh, okay. Don't remember me by anything less. That's awesome. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, you know, even more so, Keenan has turned that program around from a winless team for years. I know, gosh, was it last year? Yeah, it was yeah. last year that they got their first win. I think the seniors, it was the first time they'd ever won a game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Awesome. <laughs> seriously. But yeah, seriously, it was so great to have you on because like there really are so many more people that can relate to you than any other actual athlete and person that we've gone see pro or anything. Cause you know, it's just so much more real life and nobody talks about like the actual struggle of somebody trying to do both in real life you know like this is so much more realistic so we really appreciate you coming on and you know telling everyone all the things you had to endure and everything so hey well hey Kidding? thanks for having me and you're welcome back share. anytime yeah this of is course man amazing and by the way your uh sound quality is phenomenal yeah, it's pretty cool. impressive. Yeah. Cool. I got this good mic here for when hey. I drop. I'm about yeah. to drop my one hit wonder one day. So <laughs> okay. stay tuned. Is this your guitar special or your keyboard uh solo? <laughs> it's um guitar, guitar. Oh wait. Are you gonna send that our way? I wanna hear yeah. this. Can <gasps> Oh Yeah. I just you know, just play a little bit. Keep it going. Just I'm just messing around. I'm vibing. You know, I don't know. Um, I would often play the piano at the uh, at the cast. Or you know in the training room. Oh my gosh, yeah, really? really? How come I never heard you play? I that know. Show? I feel like I was at the cast and I I just saw I the thing always empty handed. Totally. Yeah, I never I saw anybody sit down. Thing. You guys missed out. You guys missed out. Dang, I got played. All right, back. next time you see me in a piano, I'll play one song. Yeah, I, I could play Hot Cross Buns. What? <laughs> you know the one that's like I can play uh, Chopsticks. Oh, yeah, Chopsticks. No, that's that one. What's Hot Cross oh, Buns? That's, yeah. that's a thing, right? Hot Cross Buns. Hot Cross yeah, Buns. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, see how they See how they run. See how they run. See how they run. Yeah, it's I, a nursery I, rhyme. Yeah, he was, was too like, busy yeah, drawing roses. Yeah, he's like, my mom didn't rock me to sleep. My mom had me holding yeah, a paintbrush. Something like that. <laughs> she had me reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> Who reads books Ugh, when I can draw? <laughs> what are you working on right now? Um, so I have a solo show coming up in November, um, down in LA, and that I'm working on uh, making some pieces for that. Just showing a couple images uh, of people like from the past. Um, I'm really into like history and stuff like that. So I kind of just want to like show people the things I discovered uh, while reading a bunch of books um, on the past, uh, like about and it's specifically like ancient America, just different characters and figures who were around during ancient times in, in the Americas. Because I find that super interesting. Yeah, and they're all they're gonna be portraits. 
So. Maybe I'm going to get rich as hell, yeah, and buy all your stuff. <laughs> Please do. Please yeah, do. Yeah, I just need to play like 15 more years and I'll be right there. 15? Dang. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I play volleyball here in Germany. Life's a joke, man. I'm just out here trying to live. But, you know, once the podcast takes off, she's going to be rolling. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Bridges side piece in Germany's a uh, non existent volleyball star classic. <laughs> You're, I mean, you're really doing, if you want to do what you want to do and you're doing what you love, like keep doing that for sure. I'll be the first person to tell somebody that, you know? All right. Yeah. I guess I'm drawing for the long game. Yeah, man. You keep making those roses and those timeless paintings, man, because someone's going to come up and we're going to buy all that ish and put that in my house. I'll be waiting for the day. <laughs> okay, I'll, man. I'll, right, I'll, come there, I'll come there and hang it myself. Yeah, you know, wow. might as well come to Germany, man, because I got no more English speakers. It's just me, myself, and I. <laughs> hey, listen, Ger German was the first uh, foreign language I tried and learned. Wow. wow. Or Spanish and French and all that? Well, I was in elementary, and, and they were just teaching German, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, actually it, pretty impressive. I, I don't really remember much. So, right. So long. You and me both, and I've lived here for three years, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's a hard language. Yeah, it is. It is. It all sounds like so angry. <laughs> I, I always make fun of my teammates and stuff, but it goes nowhere. They're like, God, but you have to learn German. You're in Germany. I'm like, nine. <laughs> but nine whatever. Nine, nine. Yeah, exactly. I just yelled nine at good times, and I think I speak German. Oh my gosh. So funny. Well, Yay, this has been awesome. I'm so pumped that you were able to finally um, come on here and share your story and tell some tales. And um, you're welcome back anytime when you come up with some more stories. Now. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Also, uh, where can people find your work? Um, you can just check me out at a yaleadika.com or yaleadika art at Instagram. Oh, nice. Yes, All right. Well, we'll plug that. We'll plug that in the um, episode show notes so people can find you. And then um, hopefully we could get some listeners coming to your show since you've got one coming up uh, in L.A. So. Yeah, it's um, November 14th uh, at a Arabella's Gallery, 111 West 7th, Los Angeles, California. All right. I'll, oh, be, sounds I'll, be, good. I'll be there. Please, please. Hey, and listen, for your audience. If you guys want to see Bridget act, please go to my website, oh yaleadika.com. <laughs> Click the media tab, and the video is called Hours. She did an excellent job. <laughs> You've never seen acting like this before. Never. You got to wait like cameo. eight It's like eight minutes in, but it's probably my best work of my entire life. Not, it was a good cameo. It was a good cameo. I have like pictures on my phone of like us shooting that, and you're like in the bushes. <laughs> Trying oh to get God. the good shot. Some funny. Like, I'm going to have to post that for, like, promoting <laughs> you being on the show. I'm going to have to definitely post that. Oh, no. You think that'll make me look too creepy? No, yeah. it makes you look like a tr true artist. You're like, you know, a photographer who moves anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. As long as you tag it right. As long as you tag I will, it right. I will. I will. For sure. All right. Well, uh, yay. I will let you go. But it's just been a pleasure chatting. Same. Bye, yay, yay. Can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you. Stay tuned. There's much more to come. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just getting it. started. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode of After Orange Slices every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
But join our conversation. Follow us on social media at After Orange Slices. And give us a five-star rating in the App Store if you so please. My name is Michael Pels, and I am the host of the Jet Up Bleeding Green podcast here on the Big Heads Media Network. You can also find me anywhere. You can download iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find me. I am there. I will bring you my opinions on the latest Jets news and information every week here on the Jet Up Bleeding Green podcast.